the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're married, give a good and warm, safe greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good, warm morning hug or welcome with a special social distancing safety, of course, to your children and to all those who you live with. Do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre, and good Holy Sunday morning with God. Good Holy Sunday morning, my dear friends, and happy, happy, happy 4th of July. May God bless our nation. May God forgive the sins committed by our nation, by all its people. May God grant us his divine mercy and his grace on this uh, holy Sunday, the 4th of July, in which we celebrate uh, our Independence Day. Um, What is a better day than this, basically, um, 4th of July and being on a Sunday than to recognize and acknowledge and to thank God for his divine blessing, for our liberty, for our faith, for our family. This has been the intended point of having this uh, good Sunday morning with Father Andre show was to and is to bring hope and freedom to our faith, to our family and to our community to create um, healing mechanisms, reconciliation, bring families to be closer, bring society to be closer to each other, heal the divisions uh, that are inside our nation, inside of our children's hearts, in the academia, in the business world, in the political system in economic and religious societies, in all aspects of our life, to bring us back to God, to bless this nation. And uh, this morning, it is for the second time that uh, it is beautiful to have, after a few months, back with us on the show, Andrew Heaton, our friend of the show and an international businessman um, who has various corporate holdings spanned in North and South America, in the Caribbean, Europe, Africa, and Asia. And uh, a wonderful um, expert on international businesses as well. But uh, with you, Andrew, this morning, I like us to pray and to thank God for the gift of this nation, the United States of America. How about we pray together? Absolutely. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we pray, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We just read the part of Isaiah, which the Lord Jesus Christ himself quote in the Gospel of Luke chapter 4, starting at verse 18 and 19. And um, 
Andrew, with this in the celebration of the 4th of July, we also call it the Independence Day. And um, and such a beautiful day, we recall um, in the history of the United States of America um, how um, the Continental Congress voted in favor of independence. Um, and uh, then uh, on um, July 4th of 1776, 13 colonies adopted the Declaration of Independence. Um, such a historical document, such a historical day for the United States make this United States be who it is. What is United States of America for such a prominent and wonderful businessman? <laughs> well, you're, you're very kind, and, and your flattery is appreciated. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like we should turn the question around, perhaps. Um, you know, what Kennedy quoted, um, you know, at one point uh, when, when he was uh, running for president, and it's asked not, or sorry, I think when he was president, asked not what you can do for your country, but what, you know, what, what your country can do for you, but what you can do. Yeah, you know the quote. I'm, I guess I'm already. Ask um, not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country, which is a quote from a Lebanese uh, American author, uh, Gibran Khalid. Gibran Khalid. Actually, yep. in his book, The Prophet. Yes, That's you're correct. right. Yep. <clears throat> it's funny. We were talking about the other day, so <laughs> I started reading it again. But that came to mind, and I, I think in a lot of cases, um, the ideals of our founders were so incredible. Um, the, the the way they designed this country to where we have withstood with one single constitution longer than any country ever has under one government without without having to change it. Uh, you know, even even great empires of the past, such as Rome, you know, were constantly changing governments, going to you know pro councils and. Um, back to totalitarian regimes and then back to having some sort of uh, democracy in the mix and, and just it's a mess. We have survived this long because of their wisdom. And I think the question should be, are we worthy of what they have done? Um, and I think, unfortunately, at the moment, uh, a lot of our country is not worthy of it's what's going worthy. on. Uh, I'm reminded of, you know, um, George Mason's quote and I'll make sure I get this one right. <laughs> but as nations cannot be rewarded or punished in the next world, they must be in this. And unfortunately, you know, the concept there is rather simple. Please repeat this quote. And I want to welcome you again to the show for those who are joining us. Uh, this is Father Andre. Good Sunday morning with Father Andre. And with me here in the studio is our guest for the second time, Andrew Heaton, an international American businessman. We're talking on this beautiful Sunday of Independence Day, the 4th of July, um, about the virtue of the United States of America and the philosophy of nations. And we're going to go into some business. And he's a quote in something very important so it's a quote from george mason as we were talking uh -huh. about uh as nations cannot be rewarded or punished in the next world they must be in this and basically there is no afterlife for a nation it's it's not a living breathing being so it must be punished in this world if it commits crimes and you know we are failing in so many ways right now as a nation um, and we'll get to the positive stuff in a second, but, you know, I, I think it goes without saying right now that we're really struggling. Uh, you know, we, we, so many areas of our nation don't seem to have the will to deal with, deal with homelessness and crime and everything that's going on. Um, and it's, it's very frustrating. It's very depressing. We're not being worthy of the ideals of our founders who founded this, um, 
yes, as a Christian nation, but also on classical, you know, Western philosophy, you know, the classical tradition, Greek and Roman thought. And like you, you mentioned, the philosophy of nations. The philosophy of the nations. The philosophy of nations. And the blessing to the nations. You know, before blessing. Jesus Christ, we speak about Correct. the philosophy of nations. But in the Holy Bible, whether in the Old Testament or the New Testament, we actually speak yes. about the blessing of the nations. And um, it is definitely tied to the will of God. I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me to drink. I was uh, um, oppressed and I was in prison and I was sick and you visited me. I was naked and you covered me in the book of Matthew chapter 25. This is what we call God's judgment to the nation, as you said. And then he will tell him based on these events that they did to the poor, either come to me and inherit the kingdom of God prepared for you. So you're right, there are no nations after life on this earth, but there is a kingdom of God. And here on earth, if they don't do these things, he tells them, depart from me, you accursed ones, to the eternal fire. And that's where the nations suffer the most. And I do believe that's the nation's leaders, the nation's governments, the nation public officials. They suffer the most for, for those atrocities. Andrew, um, is there a way to re-educate the virtue and the heart of public officials in the United States of America today in a way that they can sow back reconciliation and healing and stop manipulating people's hearts, consciences, minds. Americans are so sad. This is the 4th of July, and we live in such a divide. Is there a way to re-educate into virtue and to faith these public leaders? Well, we live in such a divide, and I think it needs to be said, though, that both sides are primarily after the same things. You know, both sides primarily, they just disagree about how to get to them. One side seems to think if we give government more power, we'll get there faster. They might need to pray a little bit more. Right. The other side seems to think if we put liberty back into people's hands, as the founders thought, eventually it'll work itself out. Um, You know, I'd say the truth is probably more with the second side, but always somewhat in the middle. And right now we're so extreme, we're not even talking with each other. And our founding fathers were all denominations, Correct. <laughs> all backgrounds. Um, the religious diversity in, in the U.S. in terms of um, primarily Christian diversity at the time was greater than it's ever been since. And I think they understood that religious freedom and economics have to be two pillars that go together in order to build this nation. Am I right saying that? Correct. And in, in, in even our, our founders like Jefferson and Franklin that were, that were deists, um, even they, you know, Franklin famously got up when everybody was struggling at the Constitutional Convention and said, you know, I, I have seen God interfere in the affairs of men. Let us pray. You know, Pope Benedict XVI, um, our um, uh, former pope, said that after the Holy Bible, the one most important book in the world that Christians need to cherish is the U.S. Constitution. Do you know that? Really? Yeah. Because of this particular point, there is yeah. something in it given to the nation that raises a nation to a spiritual destiny. It allows America to right. seek God's will and to put it into an actual practice. But um, I have a bug in my ear that was put by a common friend, and he really wants me to ask you something very important. Sure. Um, it's about economics and the regulatory state, the regulatory state, and the rise of fascism, unfortunately. Um, in the U.S. Can you speak to that? Well, uh, unfortunately, um, a big part of that first group we were talking about that thinks government is the answer to everything uh, feels that if you make a rule about something, um, that somehow that'll keep it from ever happening. Uh, And while that is a good concept and we do need law, 
there is a limit to what people can actually handle, remember, and deal with. And in the case of business, we can look industry to industry and see how different industries will settle in certain areas. Well, why do all the credit card industries, why do they all go to the Dakotas? Well, because the laws are good there for them. Um, you know, why do we have this huge film thing going on in, in Vancouver, Canada? Well, because there's lots of rules and regulations in the California film industry and in unions and union dues. They That's have to move of the business to a better right. location. basically. So, so businesses just like, you know, freedom, religious freedom is needed for the soul to breathe. Businesses need a certain amount of regulatory freedom. Now, there's balance to eat, to, to, yeah, to eat, to, to, eat. To, to create wealth, one for, to breathe, for their, the other to eat, soul right. and body, basically. You're right. Because ultimately, the business's job is to create wealth for its employees and its, its shareholders. Um, and then, of course, hopefully for the community around them. And of course, we all see stories and news about unethical businesses. But, you know, we, we, the problem is, you get back to your point you made before and a question before was, we have an, a, a problem from top to bottom in this country. This this country was founded on, you know, several different ideals, but classical Western philosophy, the ideals of Christianity, masonry, and so on. Our founders were characters. They were not perfect people. They had incredible educations at the time in terms of what they learned and what their tests were. I mean, for some of these schools, you had to, you had to translate the New Testament into Greek and Latin and back. And, and, and not make errors. You know, I mean, this, I mean, these guys had phenomenal educations in how to think. Um, but the idea behind Christianity, even why deists like Jefferson and Franklin support it, was because if you read the, the four Gospels and the philosophy of Christ, even if you're secular, even if, you know, many people around the world have noted, even, you know, in, in other countries, well, this is very similar to Buddhism and these other, these other thoughts, the noble sentiments and these other religions. Christ was the most noble man, you know, probably who ever lived. That's true. And, and you know, he, he brought us a better way. And so our founders tried to bring us a better way. But the problem we're having now is that our education system is so poor. Um, even our universities are starting to fail us. And, you know, that, that's, that's been a big draw internationally for years, people coming here to learn. But, um, you know, we, we don't understand, I think, what we have lost. It's a shame and, that on the 4th of July we're afraid talking about patriotism, <laughs> yes. like being patriotic, well, being it, a lover of um, family, being proud of America, standing up for a constitution, you know, uh, honoring God and nation, and somehow, isn't that we something? We have become so concerned about diversity, we have forgotten. And diversity is a great thing, you know. I'm, I mean, you know, I have many family members myself. Um, you know, my, my wife is from another country. I mean, I have, you know, we have people from all around the world just in my own family. Diversity is a great thing, but we shouldn't be so concerned about diversity that we forget the, the pillars. What gathers us. What gathers what us. What feeds us together. What, what gives us yes. the blessing of the land, the benefit of the economic you know, system, the freedom. Family, the freedom. hard work, um, love of your fellow, you know, your fellow man, regardless of color. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting. You hear, you know, great Americans like Dr. King. You know, this wasn't what they dreamed of. Where we're nitpicking people, you talk to regulation and making sure that you have, you know, you got to you got to check boxes to have a certain number of people of different ethnicities. This wasn't what they were after. They wanted a level playing field for everyone. For everyone, they wanted everyone to be able to find their own destiny. It's a better version of the French Revolution, basically, um, equality and freedom and, uh, yes. and, and justice. 
Well, and, and like his, his granddaughter spoke at the, you know, um, spoke at the Republican National Convention and several other places, you know, and she still espouses some of this stuff. And there is a move, unfortunately, um, on the, the, the left in this country. And, and there's a lot of good the left has brought this country over time. I'm, I'm not denying that. Um, but right now, uh, things are out of control. And we have greedy politicians using the message. Um, of, you know, well, we need to be nice to each other and we need diversity. And then they manipulate that for their own personal gain. Has, you think, many of these politicians, whether consciously or unaware of, have they fell into practical socialism, you think, or fascism? Well, as, as Bill Gates made the point here a few months ago, um, what they call socialism isn't classically socialism for most of them. They don't really understand what they're talking they, they, about. They don't. Right. What they call socialism is just high taxes. Um, and, you know, <laughs> we're not talking about a centrally planned economy. And so for most of these politicians who, as we've discussed many times, along with your father confessor who will remain anonymous, right. um, <laughs> there is a problem with people oftentimes that run for office. Um, they have a, a God-shaped hole, as some people might say, a philosophical hole. They have a need, a debt inside themselves. Repeat that. They have a God-shaped hole. A God-shaped hole that they yeah. cannot fill. They cannot fill. And so they try to fill it either with a cause or they try to fill it by winning a popularity contest or both. So politics draws a lot of these very broken people. And I remember a very, very wise spiritual man uh, once said to me that, that, you know, you will know how when people give up on themselves when all they chase is money. So these people get into office and they chase money. That's true. And I and think they confuse people. They run divisions and they, conf- they don't solve the problems. Correct. And, and, you know, there was don't get me wrong. At the time of our founding, you read what these guys wrote to each. other. I mean, the, the, the Federalist letters between they were uh, mean to each other. Between they Adam and Jefferson. Yes. Adams and Jefferson. They were noble at right. the same time. Right. And they, they, they fought with a certain degree. They of, were characters. They were real characters yes. of the principles. They defended what they stood for. Right. They, did, they weren't like using even though they had a lot of political intrigues. Right. But their principles, their ethics, their virtues were with them right there. They repented. They said sorry when they needed to, but they stood for what they defended for. And unfortunately, there was some type of war as uh, as a cause. But look, they tried to build the country with family, faith, freedom, prosperity. In speaking about war and sacrifice and these things, you know, let's look at like we were talking about before. A nation can only be rewarded and judged in this life. This life. Um, World War One and World War Two, America stepped up through great sacrifice and, and created, you know, a, a first fixed Europe, which at the time, most Americans don't understand why did most America not want to go into World War Two, because we looked at America there. Uh, sorry, America looked at Europe at that time the way we look at Europe, uh, sorry, uh, Northern Africa and the Middle East now, that they're always fighting. We don't want to get dragged into it. But yet when we saw the evils of Nazism, we stepped up and we sacrificed yet again. And, you know, because of that sacrifice, we became the world leaders. Um, and we freed a lot of people. And we, we were freed able an to, enormous and amount of people. I think we have people. to create in new nations and yes. somehow, even though many of these were, were unfortunately ended up being bad mistakes as a matter of yes. fact. But uh, you think the economic system in the last hundred some years in the world, I would say with um, um, the Conference of Peace, um, in Versailles, the, 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 the Conference of Peace in Paris, basically. Um, do you think we're coming to an end of that peace? 
with the rise of China, the rise of, um, you know, the Asian, you're an international businessman. Right. Is the dollar at risk, basically? The, I, I do believe the dollar was a part of the equation, peace, prosperity, freedom, and somehow. Everything is at risk right now because we're not unified. Everything is at risk because we're because not unified. Because as it says in, you know, the Bible, a house divided against itself cannot stand. A house divided, yes. We're divided against ourselves. Um, and for all the flaws in these other countries, um, for all the flaws in their system. Give a message China, of hope. China Give a message and, of hope and, to families, please. Absolutely. Uh, you know, China and Russia, unfortunately, are unified against us. Um, and, you know, the, the message of hope, I think, is that this change can only start with each of us. Everybody always says grassroots. That gets used way too much. Right. But it starts by being kind in your own family. It starts by reaching out to that that you know, aunt or uncle or that, that brother or sister that you haven't talked to in years. And don't refuse God's graces. Yes. Don't refuse the blessings that came from heaven to this right. nation. In, in, in grace is, is always there. You know, the, the, you know, God's grace is always there for us to hold on to, to use. You have a hard time reaching out to that person. Well, we'll do it by grace. You know, start the healing at home. You know, start the, start the healing in your, in your own house. Um, Fourth of July is a great opportunity to invite people over. It's not as heavy as, you know, Thanksgiving or, <laughs> or Christmas, you know, 4th of July, come over, you know, overeat, drink, blow some stuff up. <laughs> That's true. Enjoy the day. Thank God for the nation and for uh, try to re restore basically hope right. and in this land, right? And, and try to talk to the people that you have differences with. It's like hard to hate people once you talk to them. I believe you're leaving us with the best message. Try to talk. Every American person yes. on this 4th of July is invited yes. For the love of God, for the love of this nation, for the love of you, yourself, your family, to maintain your business and the prosperity that God gave you and the good things you have achieved in your life. This is Andrew Heaton with Father Andre on, on this good Sunday morning with Father Andre on the 4th of July, 2021. We invite you, try to talk to somebody that you have differences with. Please, for the love of God, talk to them. Break this oppression that the evil put amongst us to divide yes. us and somehow heal our silence divides us our silence is dividing us as yes. well um, andrew would you run for an office we still have a few minutes would you <laughs> consider running i'm sorry this is not the place to ask but would um, you consider you know I, i've been asked many times and i've i've always said you know I, I don't feel that's quite the right place for me yet um that might change um but until i i really feel that calling on my heart for sure and I have other people tell me that that's a good idea, not not my own thoughts. Uh, I I will I will probably wait. <laughs> that would that would that would be great. I I, I want you to uh, speak to us um, just in the last minute or so um, about Technium, a great model in the technology <laughs> business award that you made up and somehow, but it speaks about the evolution of technology basically yes. to make it better, making technology better. So we are working on a project right now. Um, that basically uh, I saw working throughout the world an extreme need for communications uh, to bring up, you know, the poor you always have with you, as Jesus said. And even this own even in our own country, like, for instance, in the state of North Carolina, 25 percent of the state doesn't have high speed Internet. Okay. So we we <clears throat> developed a device along with a couple of our partners um, that basically can bring this this what they call last mile. There's fiber everywhere across this country. There's cell phone towers everywhere, but you know we it's getting at that last mile into these underserved and poor communities. 
So, so through this, I hope you can bring back freedom to technology. I believe well, technology we're, we're has trying. been manipulated. It, it, it has been, and, and what we're hoping is we can just connect more people. So, you know, for education, so more people know what's going on in the world around them. Um, and you know, we're we're, we're partnered with with several different groups now um, throughout the country. Um, the, the NAACP has helped us in the state of North Carolina identify many underserved communities. We're starting to work here in Colorado and other places. Um, but you know, this this is again like we talked about last time. The best NGO many times is business. Um, if you can find, and the best distributor is religion. <laughs> it's not a bad distributor. We have to, to leave it's, with that thought. It's, it's, tr- <laughs> it's true. It's it's great at sales and marketing. <laughs> That's true, and it knows how to reach out to the poor, to the oppressed, yes. just like the mission of hope and mercy, just like what you're doing in in Africa that we spoke about a couple months ago as well. When I heard they were pushing, you know, kids on the school buses at the height of COVID because it was the only place they could get internet to do their schoolwork, my heart just broke, and I knew there was some. Something we could do to do better, and, and and we were already developing this technology for something else. So it's been it's been a great opportunity. And I'm, like I said, I'm just very honored that you know and blessed that I grew up in this country, and I hope that I'll be worthy of it someday. And that's because of our freedom and our Judeo-Christian values and our um, love for God and faith and family. I agree with yes. you. And we want to thank you so much for being with us for the second time as well on this 4th of July. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy Let us pray that um, the Lord for God, God Almighty, for God and country, will continue to raise in us hope and freedom and to raise in us our faith, our family, and our community. As Psalm 2 says, and I pray that United States of America would rise up to reach its spiritual destiny and do the will of God to feed the poor and do not conspire against the Lord God. Do not plot in vain against the Lord God. Let's learn from the lessons when kings of the earth raised up and the rulers bent together to say, to basically do something against the Lord and against his anointing, saying, let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. This was the response of the Lord. America, be safe. May God bless us all. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 6 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. André.